Yo, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the local podcast. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Greensburg Video. That's my video and photography company located right here on Main Street in Greensburg. If you and your company are up for some fresh ideas and some engaging content, look no further than Greensburg Video. You can check out my work at gbgvideo.net or greensburgvideo.com. My portfolio is growing daily, so you can check that out. Shoot me a message, and we'll figure out a strategy for you. Speaking of advertising, you can do that for your business right here on The Local Podcast. If you're interested in that, hit me up at thelocal724.com. All right, today on the podcast, my favorite co-host in the entire world is sitting in with me and helping out. That's my little wifey, Jess. And uh, today we're talking with Stephanie and Sam from Empower Her. It's an amazing organization that helps young women deal with the loss of their mother. And I can't imagine anything in my entire life that would sting that bad. So it is truly amazing what these women do. Although the topic of today's podcast is quite sad, the content of it is uh, very positive and very uplifting, and uh, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. So, let's do it. Welcome to the Local 724 Podcast in 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Local Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Hauser. Today, with us, we have Stephanie and Sam from Empower Her. Um, I feel like on this podcast we point uh, we point the locals into a direction of like you know things that are really awesome and what this area has to offer and this is one of the coolest things that I've heard of. Um, my wife Jessie is also here to help with the show, and uh, that's about that. Everyone, say hi. Hello. Hey. <laughs> hi. Hi. So. Um, First off, I just wanted to ask if you guys could explain to me exactly what the uh, what Empower Her is. Yes. Hi. And thanks again for, for having us on today. I really appreciate it. Um, um, so like you said, my name is Sam and I work for Empower Her, um, although I was a volunteer for seven years before coming on staff. Um, so Empower Her was founded in 2013 by a woman named Kara Belvin. Um, Kara um, is from Situate, Massachusetts, and she, um, she, when she was growing up, she lost her mom to breast cancer when she was nine years old. And she had a lot, a lot of support with her family and friends and the community. However, she'd never met another girl that also had experienced her loss. And um, and Empower Her, we kind of use the term, they feel like an alien on a different planet. Um, and I, too, lost my mom when I was um, about a week away from going to college. I lost her to a long battle with multiple sclerosis. Um, so you, you, you do feel like an alien on another planet. There's, you know, you, you're, you're dying to meet someone else that can relate to your loss. And that's where she kind of had the idea about a little over eight years ago um, about starting Empower Her and to bring teenage girls to a hotel on Mother's Day. That was her simple idea. Um, you know, she was a working mom and, and busy, but she's like, I'll just do this in my free time. And so for the first, um, the first event we had was our Mother's Day retreat. Um, and it was in downtown Boston. And we brought seven girls together. 
um, because believe it or not, um, girls who, who have lost their moms are not really self-identifying. <laughs> um, so they're not, you know, jumping uh, at the chance to say, yes, I want to be a part of this club. Um, so, you know, we, we were going around knocking on guidance counselors' doors, pediatricians, um, therapists, and trying to get the word out about Empower Her. But we did, we did get to meet seven um, brave girls that decided to come who had never met each other before. They didn't know each other, and they had a sleepover. We had yoga and uh, cooking and nutrition and skincare. Uh, you know, learning about breakouts and, and educational, uh, you know, tutorials arguably of things that your mother would teach you um, or be there to help you with. So it's put, putting braids in your hair or teaching you how to do a blowout. Um, and so uh, we had a really, really impactful weekend. And after the weekend was over, the girls were texting us saying, when can we get back together? When can we see each other again? And like I said before, Kara, I'd only, you know, imagine this would be once a year on Mother's Day weekend where the girls would go away uh, to give something to look forward to. And so we kind of, as, as volunteers, looked around and said, okay, well, let's plan a beach bash. Let's get the girls together and have a little beach party. So they learn how to, you know, surf. And, and Empower Her is, is volunteer-driven. It's grassroots. It's really community-based. It's all about creating a community where you can look around and, and know that you can relate to someone um, that has also experienced the same kind of loss of of course, everyone's story is different, um, but you still know that they've, they've experienced the same kind of loss. And so that kind of evolved into six events a year. And it was all in person. It was only in Boston or the Boston area. So um, after a, a couple of years of, you know, seeing enrollment increase by 100% each year, the second year we had 15 girls that came to our Mother's Day retreat, then 30 as word started, word started to kind of get out. Um, we decided that we didn't just want to do events. We also wanted to create a mentor program. So we started a mentor program, um, worked with some local organizations, um, kind of modeled the Big big Brothers, Big Sisters um, um, way, because they're a very reputable 100-year organization. Um, so we created this policies and procedures manual and started to match girls in person with adult women who have also experienced the loss of their mother. And this shows the girls that loss is survivable because this adult woman had also experienced that loss and overcome it and, and just as there for a support um, for the girls. And so uh, fast forward, we had our mentor program. We are doing events throughout the year. Um, we decided that we were going to uh, start a chapter expansion. So we wanted to go outside of Massachusetts. We went into Connecticut and um, ultimately created the New England chapter. So in Connecticut and New Hampshire and Vermont, we had girls in that area. Um, the next uh, spot on the list was Southern California. So we had a party, uh, that a cocktail party that raised about $140,000 um, last year, right before COVID hit. And we, uh, we said we were, you know, went on the actually – our founder went on CNN Live right during the, the Kobe Bryant Memorial uh, announcing that we were opening our chapter. And then, you know, the, we all know the world kind of turned upside down in March. Um, so that was um, super, you know, disappointing and disheartening. I mean, a lot of organizations obviously have gone, you know, had hardships through COVID. But for us and the girls, it's, it's further isolating. So they, you know, already felt isolated 
person with the loss of their mother and then now even further isolated. So they can't, you know, see anyone or be in person. We told our mentors, like, we no one knew what COVID was and what was going on. So we said, oh, well, you know, better be safe than sorry. Don't meet each other in person. Stay home. Um, so through that, um, we actually had to do our, our retreat, our Mother's Day retreat. We had to flip the switch and do it virtually, um, which was not ideal for us. Um, but that kind of pushed us to the point where we are today. Um, we looked around and we said, we're doing this virtual. There were girls from 26 out of the 50 states that came um, on to our virtual Mother's Day retreat. We had 12 um, countries represented as well. So we said we were going to green light the whole country. So now today we're making mentor matches across state lines. Um, we are doing virtual events where anyone anywhere can join us um, for things like cooking classes or yoga. Um, again, just events that create community and show the girls that they're not alone in their grief. Um, so that's, that's kind of that's the story of, of Empower Her and kind of how it evolves and, and where we are today. That's fantastic. <clears throat> that's like thank you. that's one of the most noble uh causes i've ever heard of in my life oh thank you thank mm. you so i obviously feel very passionate about it <laughs> oh yeah, yeah absolutely um i mean how couldn't you be it's um <laughs> so along with the volunteers and stuff you used to be a volunteer and um yeah. here in studio we have steph who is or stephanie i'm sorry okay. who is a volunteer um yeah. can you talk about that what do you do um what do you do for the organization? Yeah, so I am the chairperson of the Pittsburgh Luminaria event, which I'll get into Luminaria shortly, but mm-hmm. um, I thought I would share why I decided to do this because um, Sam and I have been best friends since college. And like she said, she lost her mom just a week before yeah. um, going to college. And I couldn't imagine being in that position, you know, and I never unfortunately got to meet her mother, but um, knowing Sam and the person that she is, is it was remarkable that she is who she is, you know, and it almost immediately after losing her mom, you know, she is the kindest and um, the one that's always there to help everybody out. So I decided I would like to give back, you know, to the community, but also to give back to the friendship that Sam has given myself and the rest of our best friends um, for, oh my gosh, how long has it been, Sam? Like 15 years now since we started college. Um, (laughs) More more than that. But um, yeah, so, you know, I, I actually never even realized that it kind of evolved this way, but the founder, Kara, we were talking to her and she was like, well, you guys kind of started Empower Her like back in the day in college before it was even there because, you know, she said myself and the rest of our friends were there to support Sam in all Mm. of the big moments in life and the tough times in life. You know, I turned to my mom for everything and I'm very fortunate to still have her, but there are young girls like Sam was and adult Mm -hmm. women that don't have their mom, even in, you know, in times today, I'm like, Oh, I call my mom for everything. So, um, for Sam to have that support system through college and years after is, you know, really important to me as well. So that's kind of how I got involved. Yeah. That's so wild. I mean, I, I personally, my mom, thank God is still, is still here. Um, I couldn't imagine doing a thing like going to college 
that's such a humongous step mm-hmm. of your life. And uh, to not have that support system there during that. Yeah. Could, oh my God, that would tear me up. I don't know. Yeah. yeah and terrible. so many different, you know, events, even in college, we were in a sorority together. That's how we met. And, you know, I just always think of our philanthropy and our sorority was a gala that we would, it was, you know, for um, women's health, heart health. And so you would invite your mom or like women in your life and just thinking about, you know, times like that when Sam didn't have her mom or, you know, other, other, other girls too. It it was just, I was always like, mom, we're bringing Sam along. You know, (laughs) like Sam loves my mom. I mean, um, no, I'm, yeah, I'm so fortunate to have such great friends, but also even better, such great friends who have amazing mothers too, that just kind of take you in. And, and that's what, you know, Steph was talking about, about, you know, Kara saying that they, you know, she and our other friends, you know, found it empower her because it's all Mm -hmm. about community just showing support and just showing up for the girl that, that lost her mom and being there for her. Yeah. And that's what my friends did. That's amazing. I mean, the first, the very first, uh, event that you guys had, um, you know, how, how did that, that go? I mean, it's, you know, seven, seven girls, you said, yes. yes. So, I mean, like how, how was that just like, you know, the beginnings of all of this? I was so emotional. I was a nervous wreck. Cause I tell the girls all the time, even, even to this day, I say, you know, you know, my 17 year old self, like, I don't know if I would have been brave enough to go and meet other people. I I'm right now, my 34 year old self says I would have, I would have loved that. I know I needed that. But when you're a teenager, you're kind of like, Oh, I'm fine. And, mm-hmm. and all of that, but they were so brave to come to this event and meet other girls. And it was like magic. I can't even explain kind of how, what the feeling was like. We, we put it together and we, you know, we're, we're popping pimples with estheticians, <laughs> like, like <laughs> learning how to do that. We were teaching the girls like, uh, you know, um, little dances or cooking and nutrition and get, getting their hair and makeup done um, and doing a sunrise yoga on, on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was pure magic. And the girls immediately were magnetic to each other. Um, they were very open and sharing about their experiences and were like pretty much joined at the hip the entire weekend. Um, and, and afterwards they text each other all the time. And that's why they told us like, we need more. We want more than just the retreat. Like we want to see each other more often with events. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it was just, it was pure magic. I was a nervous wreck, but they, I mean, being with those girls and, and feeling their bravery and, and the vibe, so to say, in the room, it was, um, it was just amazing. Um, how do you reach out to girls now? Do you still do like counselors and therapists or how do you get the word out for young girls? Like that, that is the question of the, the century for us. Right. <laughs> um, but we, you know, we didn't really have a whole lot of luck. We do have some amazing, you know, guidance counselors that do still send referrals, um, right. but real for word of mouth. Right. And, um, and so, you know, in the Boston area, we got some press, like a, you know, like a podcast like this, or right. we get into the Situate Town newspaper. And, you know, because really aunts, mom's best friends, grandmothers, dad's sister, those are the ones that are enrolling the girls. Um, it's usually typically not the girl herself and it's not the dad because the dad is 
in a puddle in his own grief and mm. can't a lot of times can't even begin to think about about that for his daughter. And so it's really, you know, a lot of the women that rally around the family that um, that are the ones that, that get the girls enrolled. Um, but but yeah, it's really local media in the community itself spreading the word. It's, it's how we have been so fortunate to be able to get girls to enroll. Um, but when Steph goes into Luminaria, this is kind of our next effort of spreading awareness and getting exposure, um, you know, all over the country um, and in different, you know, I hate to use the word market, but mm-hmm. in different markets, um, to get, you know, get captured the attention of the girl. And of course, social media, we're on social media, Instagram and, mm-hmm. and Facebook and LinkedIn and, and all of that. Um, but so yeah, it's really just local community podcasts, newspapers, TV segments that, that gets the word around for us. Have you guys ever like considered like partnering with like healthcare systems or like hospices or anything like that to kind of like, you know, because sometimes people that are enrolled in those programs have like younger children. And Mm -hmm. I think this like support and grief groups are amazing. I think they're so helpful. And this probably isn't even a thought for like a bereavement counselor or something like that. Um, no, definitely. That's such a great point. And, and I do also want to say that we are non-therapeutic and there are so many mm-hmm. great organizations and that are out there that, that provide that kind of support. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we are so thankful for those, those organizations too, but we're definitely non-therapeutic. We're all about like the community part. And so mm-hmm. uh, we have talked to hospices and hospitals before. Mm-hmm. Um, the tricky thing is they never, having that conversation with, with dad or the guardian is, is always tricky and tough right? Um, because you don't want to make it seem like the dad is not doing a good enough mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You don't yeah. want to, yeah. you know, pressure him right, you know, right after, you know, mom is, has passed or while mm-hmm. she's in hospice care. And it's just, it's, it's an awkward conversation. Now we, we try to get the hospice workers to, help make introductions with mm-hmm. us and we mm-hmm. have we have gone into you know women's homes um be, like in, when they've been in hospice or in hospice centers and and met with them before they passed and and had their girls enrolled but that's usually by you know friend referrals like right. they've heard about us from one of their friends and so they invite us in but it is, it's a tough topic for a lot of medical professionals oddly enough um to kind of bring up with with the guardian or the, or the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think it's such an amazing program. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like that 100%. so many people could benefit from it. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, like you don't think about somebody needing this until you know, it's there, you know, until you've heard of the organization, you're like, wow, these girls can really benefit from this. But I mean, especially if you're someone who hasn't gone through it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and like Sam said, the fathers and the family is, you know, grieving and it's probably not the number one thing they're thinking of, which right. is understandable. But um, once you know it's there, it's almost, you know, not even a question. Like, right. yeah. it's only only good can come from it. Absolutely. What what age group do you guys see uh, is is the most prevalent? Um, so really, we have a wide range. So we serve girls through age 24. Mm-hmm. Um so when we first started, we only served um, teenage girls, 14 to 18, because we're like, okay, if they're in high school, then that's okay for them to have a sleepover. Mm. But then we quickly evolved into serving, you know, girls under that age. And then also 
you know, um, you know, children's bereavement technically, you know, statistics and, and studies have shown that child bereavement really, really ends at age 24. So we, that's when we evolved our mission to include girls up to age 24, but we have a very wide range. We have a lot of little girls that are between the ages of six and 10. I would say the, the, the majority of our girls are, um, are in that like, you know, later elementary to middle school age. So mm-hmm. probably like 10 to, to 16 or so. Yeah. Um, if you want to get into high school. Um, and then, um, we have, we have quite a bit in our, what we call our legacy group, which is our 19 to 24 year olds too. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty spread out. Yeah. Throughout I mean, I would imagine that, um, probably the, like the 10 to 16 year olds, that it, this, that's a that's a pretty heavy developmental stage. Sure, in somebody's life. Yeah, you know that's that's got to be just amazing for them that they have like a support system like you guys. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I say it all the time. Like, where was this all my life? <laughs> you know, I wish <laughs> right, I had yeah. it. I was younger. Um, but that's why you know I'm doing this work now is because I know how much it would have benefited me growing up and I see the impact every day in, in my work and, and with the girls and, and all of that. Like just um, actually yesterday we, we were filming for our mother's day retreat and we um, have, uh, we filmed with uh, one of the top chef contestants for this season um, at a, in a kitchen in Houston, Texas. And it was a, one of our virtual matches. So a woman, a 30 year old in, in LA his match with a 17 year old in Dallas and they got to meet for the first time during this, you know, session, um, for cooking, cooking pasta together. And it was just, they were, you know, FaceTiming me and sending me pictures. And it's just so amazing <laughs> to so see because cool. you can just see that impact. And it's, it's so awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, that's gotta be just one of the most valuable relationships that either one of them could have for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. How does one become a volunteer or how, how does one become a volunteer? Sorry, I wasn't talking in my mic. (laughs) (laughs) You're fine. Yeah. You can um, go right to our website and, and go to our get involved page. And there's a ton of ways to get involved. Um, Also can reach out to me, me directly um, as well. Cause I manage um, most of the volunteers, but going to our website is the first, first bet, which is, um, www.empoweringher.org um, and, and that's how you can kind of sign up. There's some forms to fill out um, and then I get back to, to all everyone who fills out those forms and, and figures out where the best place it is to be to volunteer. Wow, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really wanted to kind of get into the, the major differences and we did, we did talk about this, but the major differences between the two services, like the events and then the mentorship, like yeah. what, mm-hmm. what's the frequency of, you know, the, the mentorship versus the events? I mean, you're going a couple, couple times a year versus how much with the mentorship? Yeah. So, um, mentor, so the, yeah, the events are about six times a year that we, oh, wow. we, that we put on. Um, but then organically within the community, a lot of the times, girls will get together or volunteers or mentors will like plan like an apple picking or something that's not necessarily, you know, put on by empower her, but it just kind of happened organically. Um, but then the mentor program, it's, it's year round. It's, it could be every day, every week, every month. Um, you know, it's, it, we like to say that it's, it's up to the preferences of the family and, 
um, and the girl and, and the mentor of, you know, how often they're connecting. It could, they could be talking, you know, texting, seeing each other every day, once a week, mm-hmm. um, or like Taylor and Kelsey, who are the, the two maps, the maps that met up, um, in Houston yesterday, they mm-hmm. do, um, since they're virtual, they get on once a month and they have like a paint night or last, last month they built terrariums together. Um, so it's really, um, like you, you like to say, you take what you want and leave the rest. And so the mm-hmm. mentor program, a lot of times the girls and, and the mentors, they are talking multiple times a week, um, or getting together like a regular schedule. Like every Thursday, the mentor might pick the girl up from school or meet at the park or go get froyo or, or whatever have you. Um, and there's, you know, ebbs and flows, especially when milestones come around, those are really really impactful when um, the mentor is able to be there to offer support for graduations or proms or, you know, those things where you really, you look, you wish that you had your, your mom there for. Um, and so um, it, the mentor program is definitely the heart of our mission um, and, the, and the most impactful in our eyes. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to ask Stephanie, like what, so what is it like for you? I mean, we just heard about kind of what it's kind of like. So why don't you tell us, like, what is your favorite part about being this volunteer and doing this? Yeah, so this is um, coming up. The Luminary event that's coming up um, is kind of the first thing that I've gotten involved in okay. um, with the with the organization because I guess I, I didn't know that there were things to do for women and girls who haven't lost their moms. So this, Mm -hmm. this was kind of a way for me to get involved, um, having not had that experience. So, um, you know, Sam and I are really good friends. So we talk all the time and I, you know, friends talk about work and what's going on. And so, um, when I heard that they were looking to expand the Luminaria event this year to 10 different cities, um, I volunteered to bring it to Pittsburgh. So that's kind of, you know, the first step of me getting involved. And then um, I would say one of my favorite parts of it so far is working with my committee, which are all of mine and Sam's friends from college. I yeah. just, I rallied the troops cool. and I said, let's do this for Sam and for the girls. And, um, make it great, you know? So we've honestly, we talk like more than we did before this event. Cause we, I, you know, I have meetings once a week or once every couple of weeks. So we get to zoom and see each other's faces, which is really nice. Um, and then another thing is just kind of going out in the community and meeting people and talking about it. Um, you know, in our promoting efforts, um, for the event, we've kind of discovered that people want to talk to you about it. You know, they will see things on social media or whatever it is, but they want to hear what your story is and what your connection is. And um, even hearing my connection to Sam and to, and to the organization touches people. But then also they tell you, oh, I know, you know, somebody who would really benefit from this. And, and hearing that is just like, that's that's the the goal in all of it, you know, is to get the word out about, about the organization. And, um, a couple weeks ago, one of my friends on my committee and I were just walking around, you know, the, uh, the strip district handing out flowers that we attached. That. Did you? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
so we just attached a little bit of information like to a flower and just like giving out free flowers. And we came across this one uh, woman who was sitting with like her, I think it was her husband and her, her young daughter. And she happened to be a principal at a school. And she said, Oh, I can think about, you know, several girls who would benefit from this. So that's kind of like, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. The reward and all of it. It's like, we're doing this and we want it to be a successful event, but if it reaches one girl and changes her life, then that's enough, you know, Mm -hmm. exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. Sam, did you, um, have you had any experience with, uh, being a mentor or have you like, you know, been kind of in that realm, had that, uh, that responsibility? Yes, actually, I was one of the very first mentors that empower her. Um, so one of the girls that was one of the first girls that, that came to our retreat in our, in our event. Um, and um, she was a, at the time she was 17 um, and her, she had lost her mother to, to breast cancer. Um, and so when we at the retreat, we just really bonded. And um, then, you know, two, a year and a half, two years later, when the mentor program started, Kara, our founder, was like, oh, my gosh, we have to match you and, and this girl. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I would love to be a mentor. And just being able to support, you know, someone um, and be that person that that I knew I needed um, for, for her um, was, was just mm-hmm. amazing. And our favorite thing to do was just to go walk around and window shop and get our nails done and, and get Froyo. Um because it's not really about that stuff. It's about spending time and just knowing. Like we didn't talk about our moms all the time when we get together. You know, it come up obviously, yeah. um, but but it was more about just like knowing you have that person there for you to offer support. And I was able to help her with school and a whole bunch of life life things. Right. Um, so it's an amazing experience. So besides, like how we assume that it felt for her, which was probably amazing. How did it feel for you? It's, it's hard to describe. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, it's just being that person that I knew I, I, I would have wanted mm-hmm. and uh, would have ha- wanted to look up to, you know, a 20 something um, year old that had, you know, gone through a similar experience and just be like, what do I do? Or what did you do in this situation? Or, knowing that your mom couldn't be there for your high school graduation, you know, and just knowing that saying someone's saying like, I get it. Um, and so just, I think it just brought me so much joy um, and hope um, to be that person for her um, and, and be able to just offer that, that sense of hope that everything is going to turn out. Okay. And now I say, okay, like I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, we always joke about that. Um, it's relatively speaking, but, but really, no, I, I think like, um, you know, just being able to, to provide that support to, to her, just it meant the world to me, mm-hmm. um, being able to do that. Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredibly selfless. Yes. <laughs> that's Sam. That's her. Yeah. <laughs> that's really awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a, you know, an amazing thing to sit and think about, you know, um, how you can use your time more efficiently and better. I think, uh, you know, there's probably plenty of people out there that, um, you know, could benefit from this, uh, on both sides of the fence, I think. Um, you know, so, you know, I'm really hoping that, uh, you know, we can help 
you know, kind of uh, spread the word, spread the word and, it's, you know, get people. Yeah. Out there. To volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my such gosh. A cool thing. Yeah. So great. Thank you. I was um, telling Stephanie that it's National Volunteer Week. So you guys came in like at a really good week. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Such a cool thing. I mean, um, so just besides like, um, you know, in Pittsburgh, you guys, do you guys have a lot of the volunteers like here in Southwest Pennsylvania? I mean, is there a lot going on here in this area that way? So what we're doing right now is our Luminaria event um, on Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. So we do have some volunteers that are helping with that. Um, Just like the day of kind of setting up and everything. So I'll tell you a little bit about what Luminaria is. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. please tell us. (laughs) Okay, so Luminaria started last year Mm -hmm. outside of Boston um, on the coast um, on the jetty, they set up these beautiful, um, personalized bags where you can honor or remember your loved ones. And, you know, the big picture was this whimsical display of bags that lit up at sunset and, um, moms, grandmas, dads, uh, daughters, everybody, um, were remembered and honored, um, in the first luminaria. So, Fast forward to this year and how, you know, how I said Sam and Empower Her wanted to expand to 10 different cities or, you know, however many different cities. Um, We're bringing it to Pittsburgh uh, on the Mount Washington Overlook on May 9th. And um, we're going to, you know, set up the bags um, on the outlooks there and we'll have volunteers that will help us do that. Um, And so, you know, people can get involved here in Pittsburgh or in the PA area anywhere really um, by purchasing a bag as a donation. Um, the bags are $25 and a hundred percent of the proceeds go towards empower her to help funding for things like the events that they do and um, the mentorship programs. Um, and so that's kind of how like people here can get involved if they want. I mean, you know, donations are definitely appreciated and sure. that's how you, you know we we run everything and um are able to help these girls um sam <laughs> do they go on your web do they go on your website yes um you can go to empoweringher.org slash luminaria or just empoweringher.org we'll we'll get you there okay um and all the information's there on on how you can purchase a bag so um we're in you know like i said 10 different cities so you can purchase a bag in one city you know you can purchase a bag let's say i want to honor my mom in all 10 cities you can do that um yeah you can you know buy five bags in one city one bag in one city however you want to want to you know, like if you're, it's really neat. If your grandma lived in New York City, you can honor her mm-hmm. there, or, or you know, however, however you want to do it. So, are people, um, so are people able to come to this event, or since COVID, like I don't know what the like restrictions are or whatnot, but like say I went and I bought a bag on your mm-hmm. website in honor of my sister, how would I? Would I just, you would put her name down and then you guys would light it up or would I be allowed to come and view that? Uh, I don't, I guess like you can come. Okay. So 
I don't really know. So Mount Washington is public. So of course, like we're we're you know very very uh, um, aware of of the COVID guidelines and paying close attention to you know the the state of Pennsylvania, but also the city of Pittsburgh and respecting that and wearing masks and social distancing. But the overlooks are public, and so if someone were to want to go and and walk by and and see you know the luminaria um, you know at dusk. And, and see them light up, then cool. then that that's possible as long as they also adhere to you know the the same social distancing guidelines and wearing right. masks and all that. Right. Yeah, I think where we are right now, you know, if if you're outside, as long as you're social distancing and wearing right. a mask, mm-hmm. you can come by. So we do encourage people to come by. We want you to be able to yeah. see it, yeah. take a picture mm-hmm. next to it, you know, like enjoy. I mean, Mount Washington up there is so beautiful right. at sunset, overlooks right. the whole city. So um, we're, we're hoping people do come by. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, yeah and, if, and if you can't come by, though, we do, like, once you purchase a bag you're, in your confirmation email, you will get a link um, okay. to a stake um, that will say, like, you know, a bag was purchased in honor or in memory. Um, so I, I purchased a, a bag for my brother in honor of him for San, the city of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll have a picture, like, a keepsake that I can send him that it has Oracle Park because that's where our Luminaria is where the San Francisco Giants play um, in San Francisco. Um, but also after the event, there will be photos, aerial photos and videos that we will share to every that's bag so cool. person as well. Very so they'll nice. be able to see everything. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So we're, um, the Luminaria this year is going to be in Austin, Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, Jupiter, Florida, Los Angeles, New York City, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Washington D.C. Wow, very cool. So we're all all over. And, it's exciting. Um, yeah, we're really excited about it. So that's that's so wild. It's such a it's an amazing uh, it's an amazing organization. It just uh, you know really tugging at the heartstrings. I'm really yeah. really <laughs> I'm really into the whole idea. I want to see you guys succeed and just you know pick up ten more cities this year. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We're yeah. gonna get there, and it's gonna be because this is gonna start it off, you know. And, and people like you, and in cities like Pittsburgh, that are here to support and rally around us. That's how we are gonna expand right. uh, yeah. everywhere. So, do you, can you guys tell us how people would get a hold of you guys to sign up for things, uh, con- uh, connect with you on Facebook and yeah. other social avenues? Um, so, our website is. Um, empoweringher.org um, that will take you to all the things as far as volunteering um, purchasing your Luminaria bags just you can see a video of last year's Luminaria um, it'll tell you more about the organization and all the things that we do even if Sam didn't already do that here today um, and yeah they can get a hold of us there or uh, we do have an Instagram it's at Luminaria underscore PGH um, so we try to keep that as up to date as possible. You'll see on there, we are also having a silent auction as part of this event. So we have a lot of local businesses, um, that have donated products and services, uh, to auction off for that. So that auction is going to go live a week before the event. So mm-hmm. people will be able to bid on different items there and, um, all those proceeds will go, you know, to, to empower her as well. Um, and then you can meet our committee on our, on our Instagram and, um, get all the facts, you know, about 
past events and, and upcoming ones as well. It's really cool. I checked it out just to do some Aww. research, and I, I'm really digging what you guys are doing. I really, Thanks. I mean, I really do. It's, yeah. it's very special. Yeah. So, it's awesome. Really, really. Yeah. The bags are also, you know, a great Mother's Day gift as well. I mean, if you yeah. don't know what to get mom, get her a bag and come over to Mount Washington and check it out. I mean, I think it, it's things like that are really touching. I know my, my mom always loves a card more than whatever the gift right. is. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's things like this that, you know, mom will remember um, forever. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for coming in and telling the story and telling us about the organization. I think it's, uh, it's just, it's fantastic. And uh, like I said, yeah. continued success. And thank you. I'd like to see thank it grow you. so much here. Thanks. So I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Thanks for having us. For sure. I'm so grateful for your, your support and your time today. Thank yeah. you. Sam, thanks for joining us on the uh, on the phone. And Stephanie, thanks for coming into the studio. Of I appreciate course. it. Thank you both. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Please go visit them at empoweringher.org. And you can figure out how to get involved, whether that is donating or volunteering or just letting somebody know who needs to know about this organization. Share this podcast. That is how... They spread the word about the organization and get to people that need to know about it. If you want to purchase a Luminaria bag for the event coming up the week of Mother's Day, those proceeds go to help the events that they do throughout the year to help these young ladies cope with the loss of their mother. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I definitely did. It was very touching and I'll be purchasing Luminaria bags and I hope you guys do too. I'll see you next time.